what's going on, you crazy Floridian? So glad to have you with us for another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Normally, there are crazy things going in the background. You might see kids running yeah. around. You might see Ginger's zoo in action behind her. Today, it's going to be even crazier, Gigi. Hey, I'm Matt Austin, by the way. And I'm Ginger Gatson. Welcome to Florida's Fourth Estate. I'm so excited because I can see, I don't know if we, do we have the three shot up of our guest already? I, because I we're talking to somebody from Gatorland <laughs> and it is, I heard his name, it's Mark McHugh. And we saw, you know, we have the little intro going and I could see you and hear you tell the little gator you're holding. That's Huck. Settle yes. down, Huck. Settle down. <laughs> Down, don't, huh? don't bite the CEO on TV, Huck. Uh, so, yeah, as Ginger said, this is Mark Make McHugh. Make me look good. <laughs> he is the CEO of Gatorland. He's been running the show over there for a very long time. I'm sure he has seen nothing like the recent days he has seen as CEO mm. of a theme park in, during a pandemic. So, uh, obviously, tourism is our bread and butter here in Central Florida. Mark is a product of that, and uh, we're so glad to have you on the show, Mark. First off, while people are going to wonder what this thing you're holding is, that's an albino, very rare baby gator, right? Very rare. Hey, good morning, or good afternoon. Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> welcome, and thank you for having us here from Gatorland. It's a pleasure to be on to join you, Matt and Ginger. Just uh, really looking forward to the conversation. This is Huck. He is an albino alligator. He's one year old. He has uh, a sister named Ellie Mae and a brother named Sawyer, kind of like <laughs> Mark Twain and the Beverly Hillbillies come together here. But he's uh, he's one year old, a beautiful and, and very rare, the albinos and leucistic alligators. How big will uh, Huck eventually get? What size cement pond will he eventually need? <laughs> yeah, he'll need uh, he'll need a big pond. He'll probably finish up about 12 or 13 feet long when he's full grown in about 20 to 25 years. Holy cow. Ooh, man, okay. I don't want yeah. to run across you, you him out in one of our nuzzling lakes. him like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won't be holding him like that. So uh, very cool, and he, he just, he's so bright and light. Now, those those gators don't do very well in the wild, right? Like a, a gator that sticks out is not ideal for its survival, correct, Mark? Right. You, you settle down now. <laughs> huh? uh, well, he would never have made it this long, wouldn't have made it a year, because he has no natural camouflage. Yeah. Baby alligators, that kind of green and stripes, yellow stripes that they have on them. It's excellent camouflage. There's a lot of predators out there that like to eat baby alligators from birds to raccoons to, to possums, bobcats, uh, bass, fish will even eat them. So uh, mm. not having this natural camouflage, he's just like a light bulb out there in the wild, and he would never have made it very long at all. So uh, very fortunate that we're able to raise him up. We have a white gator swamp here at Gatorland where we've got leucistic and albino alligators and in, in breed groups, the largest breeding group of white alligators anywhere in the world, a beautiful exhibit. You know, folks, you come out and see these guys. They're really awesome. The big ones, we've got some out there that are about 12 feet long. Oh man, that is uh... yeah. you know, that's the thing that, that it's, it's fantastic when you see them in action. And that's the thing you're talking about, you know, conservation and protecting them. People don't realize you guys actually do such great work there. And there's a reason you've been around, not you personally, but Gatorland's been around since 1949. Is that you're going on 71 years? That's longer than Disney World here in Orlando. So there has to be some sort of method to your madness because you're, you're successful. Well, we've, we've, we've been very blessed over the years to be a 71-year-old family-owned business, still wholly owned uh, by the founders were Owen and Pearl Godwin, their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. 
uh, are involved in the business. So very fortunate to have a, a family business going 71 years. And as Matt brought up at the start of this, uh, this, this uh, pandemic that we're going through now is a tough one. We, over the years, we've seen wars, uh, gas crises, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes. We had a fire burn down our entire building back about 14 years ago. Uh, you know, recessions. We've been through a lot over the years. This is a bad one. This has been a really difficult one, but yeah. uh, still kicking, still hanging in there. Yeah, there, there's got to be nothing like what you've seen. Uh, you had to actually shut down, was it for four months, Mark? And unlike a lot of businesses that can keep going, uh, and, or they can just shut the doors and then just go home and maybe, maybe cut down on some costs, you guys have a lot of mouths to feed, literally. So tell us what it was like during that sort of dead period when you couldn't host people, but you still had to take care of all these gators? Well, we were actually closed about two and a half months from the middle of March until Memorial weekend. We were fortunate enough to uh, have really worked hard to develop the safety protocols that we can talk about maybe some point here, but uh, to get those in line and to make the, the our, our local Orange County government and the state of Florida comfortable that we were ready to safely open back up, which we did on Memorial weekend. We were closed two and a half months uh, as you said, we've got 2,500 alligators and crocodiles here at Gatorland. So even if you're closed, you still got mouths to feed. You, you don't want hangry alligators on your hands. They get really <laughs> grumpy. So we had a crew in here feeding them. But we were also blessed to be able to continue to pay all 190 of our employees through wow. the pandemic. Most of them wow. were at home, uh, sheltering in place, taking care of themselves and their families. We had a small crew in here taking care of the animals. But we were fortunate to be able to pay all of our employees through the entire pandemic and uh, get back open with everybody that uh, that we had back in March when we had to close. So the park was was ready to open up and, and start welcoming guests back. Oh, that is fantastic. What a task, and especially knowing that those folks got to keep, you know, their salary and their families going. And everyone had to pivot, including you guys. What are you doing right now to let the people here in Orlando and in Central Florida know, hey, guys, we want your business. We want you to come in. You're not going to be disappointed if you come in. Well, one, we've implemented a just a wide range of safety programs, not, not just face mask policies and temperature checking each of our employees every day, uh, social distancing throughout the park, signage all over the place to help with that, constant, constant disinfection and cleaning of high touch areas and high contact areas, keypads and, and countertops throughout the park. We disinfect the entire park every night. Uh, my team does it. They just, God, they're dedicated so strongly to this and they do a great job. The Orange County Task Force has come in and, and uh, checked our park and our safety policies and gave us the highest rating that they've done of any attraction in the area that we're, we're, we're safe to open up. And uh, boy, just going after the locals. We love the locals. As I mentioned a while ago, we've had all kinds of crises that we've gone through over 71 years. And every time we do it, it's the locals that pull us out of it. We've got such a great connection and we're so closely woven into the fabric of this community that when we need them, all of our locals come out. So uh, especially on the weekends, we're putting in some weekend programs, some great Halloween programs in October uh, on the weekends to encourage the, the locals to come out. We've got a 50% off for Florida residents. Oh, gosh, it's $14.99 for adults and $9.99 for kids. Man, Jeez. you can't beat Goodness, so, you know, can't go to the movies for that. Gatorland is safe. We've got great weekend activities, and and uh, the, the the residents will pull us out of this. They always have. 
Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. I see, I see uh, Matt, that he was getting some nice comments. People love that you kept the employees paid through all of this. And they're saying like, we will definitely be visiting. That, That's that is fantastic. a very big deal to people in this area. Cause a lot of them, a lot of the folks weighing in here have been laid off or they're currently on furlough. Thanks for joining us there. Uh, Sancho, we appreciate it. Um, and this one's pretty funny here. Tigray says, I always keep distant from alligators, so it's easy to keep socially <laughs> distant from them. That, that is a fair point, uh, one that I, I completely agree with. So tell us how the business has been, Mark. I know it's probably more of a weekend game right now since you're focusing on the locals, like you said. When you're on those weekends, how close are you to capacity? What I'm sure... I'm sure you're still hurting, but you know what percentage are you at when when you're open on the weekends? Well, we opened the park uh, back on Memorial Weekend with a very conservative plan, and we were uh, at 25% capacity was going to be our maximum capacity. Uh, we're now operating at 50% capacity, and we're, we're not getting close to that. There's uh, uh, you know there, there's plenty of room in the park. We we're over 110 acres. The mm. park is. Uh, uh, the footprint of the park is on about 45 acres, lots of outdoor space, outdoor room uh, here in the park. So we're not we're not reaching that 50 percent capacity. There's there's plenty of room in here and uh, and encouraging the folks to come out. Yeah. So when folks do come out, what is the thing? You know, some people don't have as you know, they may not have a whole lot of time or they have like a couple of hours. What do you say is the must do at Gatorland, the must-see, the must-do? Well, about seven or eight years ago, we really started focusing on some adventure activities here in the park. We opened a zip line in 2011 that goes all the way around the park. Uh, it's been rated the number one zip line in Orlando for a couple of years in a row, and is actually the top 10 zip line in the entire world by AOL Travel. Uh, so it's an awesome experience. and. You know, we, we looked back back then and we wanted to add excitement and some adventure to the park, but we didn't want to compete with the big parks on roller coasters. We don't do roller coasters and rides. We really consider ourselves low tech, high touch, uh, or you're, there's not oh. a lot of, of uh, AR, artificial in, intelligence and, and, and stuff around the park. We're high touch. We want people putting their hands on animals and getting to meet some of our little alligators up close and meeting some of our birds and all of our other animals here and really experiencing nature as they get out here. That's where the zip line fit in perfect with, with, with that type of philosophy. It's low tech, you're up on these things, you're looking over this beautiful park as you go all the way around it on the zip line. And then uh, uh, two years ago, we opened a swamp buggy ride. <laughs> and it's a great ride. It goes out through some of the wild portions of our park. Beautiful natural exhibits out there. A wonderful, entertaining story about it. So we really try to combine a, an entertaining, fun experience with everything we do here and adding a little excitement. But Matt, as you said, if they're out here for one or two hours, you're not going to see all the Gatorland. We're, yeah. we're so yeah. much more than we used to be with just a small roadside attraction. Yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. And, uh, you know, most workplaces, high touch will get you a visit to HR, but it's okay there. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not that <laughs> so kind of true. touch. Yeah, so for sure. But out here, high touch, get your hands on some animals. And just, you know, don't, don't, don't touch the working end of it right there. There you go. Now I'm all fired up on me, Oh, look at him. He's <laughs> talking about HR. That gator's going nuts now. Uh now, I have uh, I have some okay. serious experience with Gatorland nope, here. I went as a child. Okay. I went as a child, and some of the things I remember were huge gators coming out of the water, grabbing the chickens. I remember that show. 
And I also remember walking up on this gator that was like, its head was the size of me as a child. Oh, wow. So what's the, what's the biggest gator at the park right now? And how do people get a look at him, Mark? Well, uh, there's an ongoing debate with, uh, within our, our Gatorland employees, the people that work with the alligators, is uh, Buddy and Chester are the, the, the two big alligators. Buddy is in our, uh, our alligator breeding marsh. And half the employees thinks he's the biggest. He's uh, between 13 and a half and 14 feet long, about 800 pounds. Ooh. And Chester, who is located in the center of our park, he's about the same. So those two guys, and then we've, we've got uh, Buster and, and One-Eyed Kyle, Nikki. <laughs> those are a bunch of big alligators that we have around the park. And those gators know their names. You might not think they do, but uh, my guys can call them up. And whether you want a 14-foot alligator called up in your lap or not is is to, to be decided. But uh, a lot of exciting animals. And if you follow us on social media at uh, Gatorland Orlando on Facebook and, and uh, at Gatorland on, on Instagram, we've got some Great videos. YouTube channel is Gatorland Vlogs, V-L-O-G-S. Some outstanding videos of my team out there just getting crazy and having a good time with these animals. Man, some of those names, they sound like a gator biker gang. What a one-eyed who? One-eyed one Kyle. What? That was the one that jumped out to me. I got to meet one-eyed Kyle. You need to put him on a billboard there, Mark. People are coming. Yeah, you don't want to get close to one-eyed Kyle. He's got a little attitude because he only has one eye. I would imagine so. He's We're got not good real reason. creative on our names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is great. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, you know, uh, Mark, many of us, there are days where I get up for work, and I know what I'm going to be doing that day, and it just is exciting. So you get to come every day, and you're there. What is it that you most look forward to? What gets you going? I want to get out in the park. Uh, you know, the days where I'm, I'm stuck in the office and you know, going over financials and, and the things that you have to do as a CEO and, and, and uh, you know, uh, strategic planning and looking at the future. That, that's great, but that's not what gets me fired up. Being able to get out into the park, talk to guests is what is going on, watch my guys doing the shows and uh, my people interacting with the people and taking their photos and just hearing people laughing and, and riding the zip line and playing in our water park and having a good time. That's that's what I love. I've been in the theme park business for uh, about 35 years now, and anybody that that really loves this business and works in this business, they're going to tell you being out in the park, around the park guests. That's the, the the most fun and most exciting thing that we can do every day. We get to we get to go to a theme park every day for work. It's awesome. <laughs> that is That's awesome. Fantastic. I, now, Mark, a lot of us locals we worry that a time like this, this pandemic could be the death knell for a local attraction like yours that doesn't have the big margins like Disney where you're spending 130 bucks per person per day. Can you give us some comfort here? How well is Gatorland going to be able to survive this even if this pandemic drags on for another year or so? Well, as I said, it's, it, it's ain't our first rodeo. <clears throat> we've, we've, we've been through a lot of crises and, and bad times throughout the years. We know how to hunker down in the you know in in the ditch and in the barracks and just uh kind of kind of wait this thing out and we're real good at it you know our people understand we've we've had to cut back some hours 
on, on some folks because the business isn't there, but everybody knows that we're going to get through this. And so we lock our arms. We have a family of employees, 190 employees, and uh, everybody just kind of lock arm and, and uh, do what we have to do to, to get through it. Fortunately, we were very blessed that when the pandemic hit, we were coming off about three or four record years here at the park. So we, uh, we had some significant cash reserves in place and that's helped us weather this. And, uh, you know, we still have quite a bit that uh, we're eating through our cash reserves, but uh, we, we've got enough to, to get through this. We'll make it into next year easily. So someone's been doing some really nice bookkeeping is what it sounds yeah, like it to me. Like and that, that is a fantastic thing to hear and to have here in Central Florida because you guys are really a treasure. Anytime we call you guys, you answer, you respond. And I hope that everyone who's watching this makes a pledge to just come out and see you back. Look at, look at Huck. Huck's all fired up again. Where's Huck going? Don't get near my juggler. <laughs> Where are you going, man? Oh, Come man, here. that's fantastic. Settle down. Huck, Huck is on the hey, move. Let, let, me, let me tell you guys real quick, if I can, about uh, one of the really fun things that we did when we were getting ready to open the park. Well, we started it while well, the pandemic was closed. We were doing some live videos every day in the park, but... Uh, to help spread our message here in the park about social distancing and some of our safety measures, was we developed the social distancing skunk ape. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I we had this on the news. videos and look, and he's out here on the weekends. He's a, you know what a skunk ape is, right? It's the the Florida mythical Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't cryptoid. Yeah, yeah, he's our Florida version of the Bigfoot from down south. Is the skunk ape? And anyway, our social distancing skunk ape. It just so happens when he sticks his arms out either side, he's six feet. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so he's out here wearing his social distancing T-shirt and got his mask on, and and he's a fun way to show the kids and, and drive home our social distancing activities here in the park. And uh, and he doesn't do selfies with people because. That's not social distancing. No. Photo bombs from the back. He'll be in the back doing the photo bomb <laughs> on everybody. So, uh, you know, we are reinforcing all of the important safety rules of, of, of hand sanitizing, uh, face masks, social distancing, but we're doing it in a fun way. It's Gatorland way and getting that social distancing yeah. skunk egg out That's there. Awesome. So look for the skunk egg who's uh, dragging his knuckles because if he's six feet on either side, then I don't know where those arms are going to go. Six feet together, <laughs> I think you said, if you put them together. Yeah, yeah well, he, he, he does step on his, his hands every now and then because <laughs> he's got big feet too. It's, 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 he's just got it all working against him. Poor guy, yeah. poor guy. It's okay. It makes it. We do. We. I think we put the skunk ape on the news when you guys were we introducing yeah. him. Yeah, Just we had that. Talk there. about I, it. Hey, I, there's a question I have to ask you, Mark. Uh, there was something since the pandemic hit that swept the country and the world. It happened to be about another person who runs an animal park. Okay, we're talking Joe Exotic. Did oh, you God. watch Tiger King? And I want to know your impressions of the man who kind of had a similar job to you, Mark. What would you think of it? Did you get to see it? Well, I'm, I'm no Joe Exotic. I'll tell you that. I, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we that, can tell. That, that cat's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the things that they have done there. And, you know, honestly, it's, it's, it's kind of made people think that, you know, here in Florida, you know, we're all crazy. 
and running around and, and doing all that stuff. But, uh, you know, we have good, clean fun here at Gatorland. Love our animals. And I think anybody that's in the animal world loves their animals. And, you know, we want to see them taken care of and, and, and uh, given beautiful places to live in and they're not being exploited. Uh, you know, that, that's the type of things that we want to focus on. And, and folks will see that when they see that they're out here. Our animals are in big, open, beautiful exhibits. We love them. And for alligators and crocodiles, you're not going to see anyone that, that loves alligators and crocodiles more than we do. Gatorland is, Gatorland is alligator paradise. It and is. It is. What is Okay, so I have a question. What uh -huh. is the one, you've worked with gators and, and crocodiles all these years. What is the one thing about an alligator that you found so fascinating or you had no idea? Well, they know their names. That's that's true. I had no idea. Like, how is how is Huck hearing you? Where are his ears? They learn. Okay, okay let me get you up here where I can show you a little bit. Right behind his eye, right here. Yeah. He's got a little flap. It's mm -hmm. hard to see, but a little slit. You see that little pink slit coming behind his eye? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's his ear. Let me turn him a little bit. There you okay. go. That little pink yeah. slit. That's his ear. And they have great hearing. So when he's sitting on the water, you know, his head is flat, his eyes, his nostrils, and his ears are all sitting above the water. And uh, they have great hearing. So what I didn't really realize about alligators whenever I started at Gatorland was that they they learn. You can train alligators and teach them, and they'll know their names. And there will be 20 alligators sitting there in the in our breeding marsh all around each other. And, and uh uh, one of my people will go up there and they'll go, Craftsman, which is the name of another one because his head is shaped like a Craftsman tool shovel. So <laughs> I told you, we're, we're not real uh, creative on our names. We kind of go, so Craftsman, and Craftsman will raise his head up out of that whole group and he'll turn and he'll come over towards you. Or uh, uh, another interesting story, if you guys don't mind me deviating this, you, you mentioned conservation. We have yeah. a conservation arm of our organization called Gatorland Global, and we work with critically endangered crocodiles at various regions around the world. But locally, what we do to uh, help alligators and crocodiles is we work with the local trappers on these nuisance alligators. So when a, an alligator, for not his own fault, is around a neighborhood, people start feeding him, becomes a danger to kids or pets and that sort of thing because he's being eaten. The, the uh, state trappers will go in, remove that animal, and in, in most cases, euthanize them. When we hear about a big alligator that is in a situation like that, we'll contact the trapper and we will pay the trapper to catch him alive and bring him into Gatorland. And we put him out here in our big ponds and they live out the rest of their lives right here at Gatorland. And uh, we just love it. So they're called rescue gators. And we have a bunch of them around here. So some of them are out there, we got bogey, because he came from a golf course. <laughs> course. We, got, we got one out here called Turnpike. Highway. Turnpike. Came from a turnpike. You guys are creative. Pond over there. Yes. We're not real creative on our names, but but we love them. But we've given uh, several dozen of these big alligators new homes instead of having them have to be euthanized. And that's part of what we're doing locally here to help these guys out. He's getting tired. I'm going to turn yeah, him back no. over to Brandon for yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah maybe it's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. He, he might pierce my ear here. In a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I We always do, we talk about these big gators sometimes, and it's so sad because at the end of the story, well, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, this happened, this happened, then the gator was euthanized. And it's like, I love that 
you guys reach out to those trappers and rescue those gators. That uh, I love that. I had no idea. Oh, it's a great story. It's a great story. We had uh, got one from the villages who was very popular in the villages a couple of years ago. His name is Larry. And people come out here all the time looking for Larry. They want to see him. He had such a following there. I think he even has his own Facebook page from over at the Villages. And uh, uh, but you, you know, you're absolutely right, Ginger, to be able to save these animals that are that are destined to be euthanized, and not from the, any fault of their own. People start feeding them, which is against the law in Florida. Never feed a wild alligator. But then they lose their fear of man. They start sense uh, uh, associating humans with food and that's where the train wreck occurs yeah. and so we try to go out there beat that give that big alligator get him in here in the gator land he's living out his life in alligator paradise with all the other alligators and it's, it's just a great uh, conservation story that we're doing here locally to help yeah. alligators that, that's oh, what that like is to fantastic hear. yeah mark I i'm love curious that. I do, love you, that. do you ever deal with uh you know I, i've heard uh, from fwc there's like a black market of people who bring in crazy animals from other countries and then they mm -hmm. come here and they become overwhelmed. Have you ever had any experience with that locally or have you guys ever had animals given to you guys from situations like that? Well, we'll work with FWC if they, uh, if they find some animals like that and, and confiscate them. We don't, we don't get involved in going out and trying to, to search those situations down. Sure. But uh, we have a great relationship with Florida Fish and Wildlife Department. Those, those men and women do great work around our state. Uh, protecting animals and and uh, if they come across some that are being illegally kept in many cases they'll give us a call uh, and and we'll find a home for them we bring them in here it's just a great relationship and it helps them out and it helps uh, we, it's all in the best interest of the animal mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's fantastic I feel oh like my we've god learned a lot today I, I haven't have we Gigi Go ahead, Matt. Go no. ahead. I've learned so much today. I was, and I'll have to tell you, I have to be honest, Mark. I was like, because, you know, we knew we were going to have you on and, you know, you're the CEO. And I was like, well, I, I wonder if he's going to wear a suit and tie. Like, <laughs> She wasn't worried about that. <laughs> she was like, we, this is Gatorland. We need to have no, Gatorland. Gator no, what you see is what you get, baby. Oh, my God. Where can we get the hat, though? You're you're wearing that thing. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I go through one or two a year because somebody see it and say, man, I like that hat. Can I have that hat? Oh, okay. oh they're great. Oh, <laughs> Don't tell people one. that. Every time they but see you, they're going to be asking. We have them in our gift shop if people would like to come get one. There we go. Shameless plug. There's Mark. a CEO. Shameless There's a CEO we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, hey, I got to say, my favorite thing I learned today was that you guys kept paying your employees. You kept everybody on the books. You opened uh, as quickly as you could, and you're trying to get back in business uh, as safely as you can. And I know that locals are really looking for places like that who take care of their people, and the locals are the ones who will keep you guys afloat. So I'm hopeful that they'll be able to do that. Well, we, we love the residents, love the locals. For 71 years, they've been our bread and butter, and we give back to the community, and the community gives back to us. It's it's a, it's a great relationship, and uh, they're they're going to get us through this, and we're going to get them through it. We'll all get through it together. Oh, Mark, thank you so much for what you do for this community and for brightening my day today. I know. I know a lot of other people's as well. I, I My face is hurting because I've smiled this entire time. <laughs> this was <laughs> a lot you. of fun, Mark. Yeah. Hey, I've enjoyed the conversation. Uh, love you guys. Love your listeners. 
And uh, everybody just needs to come on out here and see us on the weekends. All right. See Huck and Sawyer and Ellie Mae and, and all of the big ones that we've got out here. One-Eyed Kyle. One-Eyed Kyle. That's what, that's what it's bringing me. I'm going to look for him. I'm going to go find one. I feel like he'd have a tattoo at one eye, scarf on or something. Just smoke. Does One-Eyed Kyle smoke? I yeah, well, One-Eyed Kyle, he's, he has a biker attitude. He does. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. We, we love you and we appreciate you giving us the opportunity to talk today. Our pleasure. Thank you so Thank much, you, Mark. Mark. Great meeting you. Thanks for everybody who's been weighing in with the comments on the chat. We appreciate yeah. you. This has been another episode of Florida's Fourth Estate. I'm Matt Austin. And I'm Ginger Gadsden. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye.